Too many entrepreneurs are struggling to seize the unique opportunities available in business today. The Get Clear Podcast is here to connect the best people with best tools so that they can reach their business goals. Now, please welcome the host of the Get Clear Podcast, John Morrison. You know, we often think that people are buying what we do, right? They're buying our services, they're buying our, the widget, our technology, uh, the course that we're offering, the book that we've written. They're not actually buying those things. What they're buying is a solution to a problem that they're facing in order to become a better person, right? They have this idea. We all have this idea of who we want to be, and we think that what you're doing, your, your business, is going to help us become that person that we've always aspired to become. And so that's why we purchase things. And now, when a marketer comes to me and says, here, this is what you're going to do, this is what's going to happen, this is who you're going to become, part of me puts my guard up and says, yeah, right, like, how do you know you're going to do that? And so there's a bit of skepticism based on lack of trust. All business transactions are always based on trust. And if there's no trust, there's going to be no business. So one of the ways that we want to develop trust is to lay out a plan to show, not, I'm not just going to say what I'm going to do for you, I'm going to actually show you how I'm going to get there. That's that's what I want to hear from a marketer, right? Don't just give me the words about what you're going to do. Show me how you're going to get there. And then I'm going to be more inclined to, to trust that you're going to actually get me where you say. You know, everybody's telling me what they're going to do, but you show me how you're going to do it. And, and that's, that's part of, you know, why I'm going to trust you with my hard-earned money. I'm going to surrender it over to you because you've shown me the plan. I love that about in the story brand framework of how we lay out the one step, two step, and three step. And I brought on a guest today. His name's Nathan, and he's an expert in communicating the plan. And you're going to love it. There's stuff that I took from this interview that are just like tons of notes, and I just use it all the time. So I'm excited to share this conversation with you. I think you're going to love it. It's with Nathan Riches from Riches Consulting. Now, Nathan is a great guy. You're going to love him. He's got a, a great resume of amazing people that he's worked with, and it does shine through uh, in his talk, some of the stories that he shares. So here's my interview with Nathan Riches, all about communicating a plan to help people win. So welcome, everybody. I'm with Nathan Riches from Riches Consulting, and he is all the way from Nashville, Tennessee. Thank you, John. I appreciate it. I'm so excited to be here. Awesome. So uh, we're going to talk today about communicating the plan, how to turn strangers into raving fans. Yeah. Nathan, why did you choose this as your area of expertise? Because I literally gave you a, a, a wide swath of which you yeah. could choose and you picked, I want to talk about the plan, John. What was it about that? Tell me about your, uh, your history going back with this part of the yeah. framework. So part of my history is actually I've, I've been in live events for 15 years. So I've been working with communicators and doing business seminars. I got to see Zig Ziglar on stage every single week for many years. And so I've kind of had a bit of both of like marketing as well as business. And then part of my journey has also been working with Dave Ramsey and his company for five years and one of the uh, business units we, I worked with primarily was Entree Leadership. So uh, this is kind of a perfect role for me now of getting to uh, do marketing, but also talk to companies about their business strategy. And so I think marketing and business strategy kind of go hand in hand. There are those times when um, you're working with a client and you get a really great marketing, uh, you know, dynamic rolling. And then you realize that there's some, you know, business pieces that are missing. And 
sorry, one of the most favorite things that I like to do with businesses is when we get to the plan, I like to kind of just stop there and utilize the plan inside the story brand framework to not only tell people how to get to the register, but I like also using the process plan as, as well of what does it look like to win utilizing your business, utilizing your products, utilizing what you have to offer. And a lot of times businesses just forget to talk about how to win, like how, how they can help you win in their product offerings. And so that's why I like to utilize the plan when it comes to the, the story brand framework. Yeah, that's great for creating value in your, or when you're pitching your business, right? You want yeah. to, and, it, and it aligns well with the whole story brand idea of who's, who's the hero and what's their happily yeah. ever after. Right. So, yeah. I thought that was great that you picked that one area. Uh, it's just a little further back, what about StoryBrand in yeah. general? I, I like talking to other guys of what got them involved yeah. in the StoryBrand community as a whole at first. What, what, what was your story? Yeah, so again, helping uh, communicators like Dave Ramsey write their keynotes, help develop events. There were some events that every time we showed up would sell out. We didn't have any problem selling tickets. We'd get 3,500 tickets, no problem. And then there were some other events where we couldn't get 20 people to show up. And we just could not understand what the difference was in the events. And one day I got this email from a guy named Donald Miller who I had known from writing books. And he had this video explaining how to utilize uh, this framework in communicating. And right then and there, I was able to sit down and our events that were sellout events, I could fill out the brand script all the way through. The events where no one was showing up, I could not fill out. I was missing two or three really big pieces. And it was very clear and obvious to me that this framework basically was the reason, you know, the, the difference between a sellout crowd and an absolutely empty room. And so I, I brought that to Dave and the team and we started to um, adjust all of our events. We actually shut down a couple of events and relaunched them, renamed wow. them, rebranded them, relaunched them. And they're now some of the best events that he puts on sellout every single time. Um, and it got to a point where I was helping not only the company uh, so much with StoryBrand, but even outside speakers were starting to ask me to help them wow. with their talks. That after a while, I was like, you know what? I think, I think it's time for me to go do this. I was helping more people outside the organization than inside. So Amazing. taking all of my experience of the last 15 years, pairing it up with StoryBrand, and then running forward with it to help businesses. So at a wedding, there's always a guy that has a speech that kind of takes too much credit for why the groom met the, the <laughs> bride and why there's such a you know, strong romantic connection. Are you the guy that explains the romance between the bromance between Dave Ramsey and Don Miller? Were you the one that made the so, connection? So I, I, I try not to take too much credit for it because Don <laughs> is very humble of you, but yeah. this is your uh, chance. But there, um, being in charge of a lot of the events and actually helping build and craft the events, um, when, when I found the excitement of Donald Miller, I just wanted to put him on every single stage we had and pair him up with mm -hmm. all of our events. And so, uh, you know, got him connected with the Entree Leadership podcast, got him on top of there. And then as we were working with, uh, the Entree Leadership brand, you know, um, there, a big chunk of that is marketing and how to communicate what you do as a business. So of course we're going to bring Don in and, and talk about that from the stage. So, I was That's I was cool. there at uh, at the right time and in the That's middle of great. all of that. So, wow, that's fantastic! That's uh, so cool. So, yeah. I, I mean, I've I've seen that relationship happen. I didn't know the story behind it. So that's cool, Nathan. All right, so let's talk a little bit about uh, the mistake that most businesses are making when it comes yeah. to uh, orchestrating the plan or communicating yeah. the plan. At least, tell us a little bit about the problem and yeah. uh, 
And what's it, what's it costing them? Yeah, absolutely. So I think a big mistake that a lot of companies are making is there's, they're spending a lot of time telling you how to get to the cash register, but then they're not telling you what it looks like to utilize the products or services or offerings that they have, or they're trying to get you to buy into the whole ecosystem all at once. And so you can do a fantastic job getting someone to the cash register, but then there's still a giant gap of, you know, it's, it's, I have to part ways with my hard earned money now. And not only that, but you want me to spend a lot of money. You, there's this investment that I'm not sure I'm willing to make. And so you've painted this fantastic picture, but I think most companies are just so enamored with their product that they just think customers are automatically going to be all in. And I, I really think by utilizing the plan, we can actually create a customer journey that allows customers to dip their toe in the water. So that way they don't have to fully commit or go all the way in with you as a business. And by doing that, we can actually bring more people into the system. We can walk people through what success looks like. And then we can also just, it allows us to actually create new product lines that actually end up being really successful in the end. Mm -hmm. So can you critique uh, this? This is kind of how many people, uh, so I work with a lot of uh, people in healthcare. Oh, yeah. First, first one is usually, uh, you know, schedule an appointment or like they have some sort of online booking software, which then gets them in. And even then in that first appointment, we, we give a little bit of a line, like you can, we'll do an assessment and you can ask any questions you want. That's the first step. Uh, secondly is, you know, we'll, uh, we'll create a plan for you. So after the assessment, we'll have, we'll deliver this, like, here's your, uh, road to recovery or whatever. Yeah. And it's going to look like this it includes uh, rehab or whatever it may be to get you yeah. feeling good. And then step three is, you know, be the, be the person you wanted again, or do the things you love or enjoy an active life, whatever it may be. Yeah. Uh, can you critique that a little bit? Because what are we missing in that? And, uh, yeah. you know, what could we, what could we add that would help a little bit more? Yeah, absolutely. Especially in in healthcare, um, we kind of have to remember that this is a very personable space. So like, I've got a lot of concern. And also, I may already be working with a healthcare provider. So you're asking me to switch and move from one healthcare provider to another healthcare provider. Hmm. So you're asking me to start all over again, build a new relationship with you, explain to you all that I've got going in my life, explain to you all the goals that I'm looking for. That is a that's a lot that you're asking me to do. And so what I would tell you is that we definitely have the like how to get to a cash register plan, right? Like we, we have the give us a call. And so we can just find out more information about you. So that's fine. I'm not I'm not mad at that. But I think on the other end, I think we just need to explain, like, how do you help Uh, better my life? Like what products and services do you offer that I can see myself taking that first step? So actually the the step number one, I would actually um, probably quantify that as kind of getting um, like the whole body checkup, right? So just discovering all the things and, and understanding helping me understand the body, helping me kind of see the blind spots of my health, um, things that maybe the other doctors haven't checked on because they're, you know, specialists and they're only looking in one area. So I would say step one is, you know, a a complete checkup that lets you understand everything about your body. Um, I'm going to use general uh, terms. Then step two is these are our basic things that everyone goes through. So step two really needs to be that bread and butter products and services that you offer. And so we need to start 
explaining and telling people, okay, once we've got this like full body checkup, we're actually going to give you a 90 day regimen that moves you closer to your, your health goals. And so again, we're shortening the time frame there of saying that we're not looking for a lifetime commitment for you. It's a 90 day commitment. And then step three is going to be that lifetime ongoing commitment. But what we might call that is, you know, there are 30 other options. There's, we have access to all sorts of other doctors and treatments that can, um, you know, meet you at any point of your life with any, any, uh, wherever you're at in your health journey. So what you've done there is you've told me that there's this low commitment on the front end. That's very easy to do a health checkup, non-committal. I don't have to switch anything over, but then you're telling me that there's this mid tier bread and butter 90 day. This is to get started. And this is where I'm going to, you know what? After working with you on step one, I, yeah. you, I've kind of built some trust with you. I'll give you 90 days, right? I will, I will give you just a little bit of commitment. And then during that 90 days, I'm going to just be, you know, a, a, a fan of, of you after that. You're going to help me find so much success that I will gladly enter tier three. And yeah. that is the high commitment, high dollar, uh, high investment. And that's where you just really move customers into the ecosystem of what you have to offer. And how do you get the aspirational win in there? Like without telling too much information, because we we talked at the beginning about you want to talk about the win and get them by step three in the plan. Yeah. So you want to talk product, but you also want to talk aspiration. How do you blend those two in that third step? So I think there's a bit of both. I think each step has its own little aspirational identity. So okay. if step one is kind of like discovering about you, it's, it's that you want to be in control of your health. And the, part, the first step of being in control of your health is knowing what's going on with your health. You know, wow. there's probably things you just don't know. Then step two can be, you know, being in control of your health, doing a 90-day plan that's catered specifically to the results from step one. Right. So now I'm, yeah. I'm in control because the, the, the 90 day plan is catered to the results of step one. And then the third step there is we've got 30 options for you to choose from whatever works best for you. Mm-hmm. And so that aspirational identity throw, throughout is I need to be in control of my health. And this is how we're, this is how our product offerings help you achieve that aspirational identity. Mm-hmm. So could you even, um, could you, yeah, I guess so. Let me see if I can summarize in my own words. So the first yeah. one has an aspirational identity uh, connection with you're in control. Second one, could yeah. you throw another one in there that's actually close to who they want to become, which is something like, you know, you talked about the 90 day plan. So yeah, uh, feel, start feeling great again. Like that's, that, right. I mean, that's what I want. Right. So right. And it's going to take 90 days right away. Right. Yeah. So I want to yeah. feel great right away. And then thirdly, it's like develop a long-term health. Mm-hmm. And now I've, and then where you're, where you're in control, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And then and it really, it really is just kind of pairing the, the features and benefits there. Right. So, um, this is where, again, most companies trip themselves up is that they only talk about their own product. And so they'll say, step one is a checkup. Step two is a 90 day program. Step three is continued care. The, those are true statements, but the, yeah. That doesn't mean anything to me. You haven't actually told me anything about this. You haven't told me why I need it. And you haven't, and most people honestly don't even have those three steps. They just have, we've got 30 doctors for you to choose from, yeah, right? right? And that's just super intimidating. So this is why understanding the aspirational identity and then you, sprinkling those benefits throughout those steps, just being cognizant also of the amount of, um, you know, of the amount of buy-in for each of those steps as well. 
that, that I can start to discover how to take control of my life by taking that first step. And then I can actually take more control of my life by doing the second step. And then by taking the third step, I have completely uh, taking control of my life. So there's just that progression there that by the time you get to step three, you're going to have that full aspirational identity. Gosh, Nathan, that, that's amazing. In fact, folks, if you're listening to this or watching, that was worth the price of nothing that you paid for that. Nathan, where did you develop that? Because I've been, I've been in the guide community for almost two years now, just a little under, but yeah. I've never heard anybody teaching that. So is this something you've developed or did you, just, did you have a secret meeting with Don and Dave Ramsey in the <laughs> one day and he, they were talking about, where did you um, come up with such clarity, such value? Uh, yeah. So this is kind of my own spin and take off of several different things. And once my book is out, um, you know, whenever I sit down long enough to write a book, and once it's out, I'm going to I'm going to have to give credit to a lot of people here. Um, this is what's known in kind of the B2B world as the customer journey. So this is kind of your sales cycle. Um, but the customer journeys I've always seen have been like the 25 steps of customer right. journeys with lots of loops and backgrounds and all, you know, if, if, thens and also. So normally there's like, 25 steps involved. Um, and the problem with that is that might work internally, but you could never show that to a customer. You could never right. put that out and go, you are here on step 23. You're almost there. Um, <laughs> and, then, yeah, right. and then just working in live events, I just had to pitch things for a living. You know, there was, we always wrapped an event around a product. And so there was always this need to understand, okay, we've got these people at this event and we've got this, you know, $5,000 product. So how do we go from a 30 minute, you know, free event to them paying $5,000. And there was always, I always saw this, um, you know, this mad dash to try to push so much value to part ways with 5,000 bucks. Um, but lately in the last like five years, you've, you've definitely seen a lot of it with, especially the rise of like online teachings, online courses. Mm -hmm. It's like, Hey, we understand 5,000 bucks is a lot. So why don't you start with a $200 course? Um, and actually this is how story brand has built their model. And I don't even know if they know that they built their model this way, but they actually started with their bread and butter. They started with a live workshop. And so that's a $3,500 workshop. And it took a lot of effort and energy to sell that $3,500 workshop. Mm -hmm. So now what they did is they kind of took a step back and they said, you know what, this workshop is powerful and it works and people love it once they show up. But the problem is people don't know that they need this workshop. So we're going to take a step back and we're going to write a book. And so for 20 bucks, we're going to uncover for you all the problems that you're experiencing. And we're going to give you a framework, but we're not going to show you how to use it. We're just going to tell you what it is. And if you want us to show you how to really use it, we've got this $3,500 workshop. Right. And so now they're building this customer journey where for 20 bucks, you're actually going to help it bring immense value to me, help me solve a problem. But if I want to take that next step with you and really buy into the brand, I have an option for 3,500 bucks and that is the live workshop. Mm -hmm. And that in and of itself is an amazing value for the people that have gone through it. Yeah, that's great. So clear. So you're saying, I remember when we were off air, you were saying a lot of companies get it wrong where they just, they don't think about the aspiration when they just talk about the products that they're trying to hawk, right? And you're right. saying- now think about the win and then break it down with products. And that I think is, you know, you use this yeah. run example, we use the healthcare example. Can you yeah. just elaborate a little bit more uh, on that? Because I think you have yeah. a ton of uh, stuff to offer on that topic. 
Yeah, absolutely. So um, this is actually my own journey in starting my own marketing company. And I work with a lot of the other story brand guides, teaching them kind of how I did what I did. And the problem that I was running into that I'm sure a lot of companies and a lot of the, the viewers are going to be running into is when I captured a lead, when someone came to me and said, hey, we want to do work with you. I immediately told them, great, it's $20,000. You fly me out. We, we stop working for two days. I blow up all of your stuff. We write it all. And I just was giving them this like tsunami of value. And to me, like, that's a great deal, right? Like to me, I'm like, this is all the value you're going to get. That was worth and, 200K, right? Never yeah, mind. exactly. Exactly. Like you're going to get a million dollar return on investment here and it's only 15 and you're going to get all that. And I was just, I wanted to pile on, you know, this list of 20 things they were going to get and nothing. I mean, like, I, I, feel, I feel bad for those people because I didn't even ask questions. I just went straight to what my product <laughs> offering was. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't until I actually had a couple clients reach out for me from across the globe. I had one in Germany and one in Thailand want mm -hmm. to, you know, want to work with me that I realized, okay, like, I can't fly out to meet them. I can't do all these things. So what, what can I do right here and now. And so I just pulled, you know, a chunk out and just offered an online consultation and then split it into a couple meetings instead of one giant meeting. And so the very first thing I just offered was, well, let's just get on a Zoom call just like this and let's talk about what it is you're, you're going through and then maybe I can help you figure out what to do next. Mm -hmm. And my clients loved it. And every single one of my clients, once I started offering that was in it, no questions asked. Yep. Let's do this. And I was like, huh? Okay. This is working. And then we, we would meet, we'd talk, we'd go through all these amazing things. And, and because they were so far away, I wasn't sure that they'd still want to work with me. So I'm just, I'm just making them a to-do list of if you were to work with me, these are all the things we could do. And the clients were like, great, I'll take two of those. I'll take one of those. And they were just starting to order from me. And so, you know, it, I, this is usually what happens. I kind of like remember, oh yeah, I forgot. This used to be something I used to help other people teach. Um, right. But once I broke it down into, you know, here's what comes first, here's what comes second, here's what comes third. And I made a real easy, clear path for my customers to follow. They were on board. Mm -hmm. um, and on top of that, it also allowed me to kind of adjust along the way. I wasn't locked into, you know, if you're going to do work for me, you just have to pay me this giant amount and here's all the things we do. It actually created a lot of flexibility. And once I started doing that, I hit um, six figures of sales in six months. So I went wow. from zero to six figures in six months. Um, offering, offering just the one step at a time instead of trying to sell them the whole product all up front. Yeah. Yeah. And your big, your big idea that you wanted to communicate today is that customers will go where you, you lead them. Yeah, and, absolutely. And that's what you've learned as a, as your, as a marketing guy, consultant yourself. Um, how can you help someone that's kind of thinking, how does that apply to my business? I don't know. Yeah. However you want to take that statement, uh, teach us more, give us examples. Yeah. The floor is yours for the next five minutes. Just tell us all about that. Cause I think there's so much, uh, there's so many good lessons that we can yeah. learn from that idea that we're, we're often a little scared actually yeah. to call people to where we want to take them. Yeah. So I like to work with companies. Um, let's say you, you're a company and you've got a hundred products to offer. Um, and, um, you know, let's say I, I, I look at like trike bicycles, Trek, Trek bicycles, right? Mm -hmm. So let's look at Trek. They've got a, a thousand different types of bicycles to offer. And so if you were to go into the store 
all you see are just giant, you know, a giant selection of bicycles. And some of them are a couple hundred dollars and then some of them are tens of thousands of dollars. And so how do you choose which one? You're almost, you're almost overwhelmed by the options. And so what I would suggest for companies like that is to take, um, take their three-step plan of, you know, start to learn to ride, uh, two, get into the sport of riding, and then three, become a professional rider. You know, I would take those and I would break their bicycles down into those categories. Mm -hmm. And then even then I might break it down even further. Like if I'm going from zero to bike ride, what is the three-step plan for winning? You know, find a bike that works for you, find the gear that works for you, and then hit the road and start riding. And so what I would do is then I'd actually break and I'd pair up those, those products with that, that step of the process. So picking the bike that's right for me. So what does that look like? How can you kind of take the selection of bikes that would work for me in my and in, in where I'm at in my journey and kind of move them over here? And then this is where then the bread and butter and the ecosystem starts to come in of the step two of, okay, I've got the bike, but, but now what? Now what do I do? Um, and this is where you get to kind of uh, upsell and offer and say, hey, you've got this bike. This is how you take care of the bike. This is how you ride the bike. This is how you, 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 man you maintain and manage it. And then third is start connecting me with the community. I think, I think businesses jump first to the community. They want you to be part of the community first. But right. I think the community is actually that high commitment end, right? So once I'm getting yeah. used to the bike, once I've got, I've experienced some of the ecosystem and I'm liking it, that's when then you say, hey, do you enjoy the bike? We'll join the community of other riders just like you. And then work on a transition that takes me from step one to beginner to more advanced. Hey, you've got this bike, but if you upgrade, when you're looking to upgrade, these are the things that are available to you. And just paint me that clear path. So if you're a company that's got 100 products, how can you rearrange those products and create a path for me? What is the lowest, like least uh, commitment necessary to get into your lineup? Mm -hmm. And then how can you gradually line up your product offering that if I've experienced success with the, you know, the least amount of commitment, what would be the thing that's just a little bit more commitment that brings me even more success? And start lining up your products in such a way that I, I don't ever want to leave, that you know I'm finding success all along the way. And every time I find success, I'm willing to give you just a bit more commitment. Mm -hmm. No, that's great. So, I mean, wh what do you do with that call to action though? Like, is the call to action the first one, buy a bike? Is that what it is? I, mean, I guess for, yeah. I mean, of course on a bike thing it is, but what about like on a, yeah, yeah. On a marketing company, right? Where it's yeah. like, you know, the, the first step, is the consultation call to find out, is this a good fit, right? But the Absolutely. first step you're saying is also have a brand messaging strategy session. How do you yeah. make the call to action with the first step? Yeah, that's part so, of the journey, right? Well, so, so again, your call to action, I've actually, I've been testing both on my website. I'm actually testing the kind of the schedule the call, um, but I'm also testing the schedule the consultation. So Part of it is like um, for, for some industries, for some businesses, you may just want to get straight to the point of step one, of right. by step one. You, uh, um, you may actually be able to skip the whole discovery process and just tell people to buy step one. Um, I'm working with some um, like a, 
a, a company that does a lot of like nutrients and probiotics and things like that. And my, my first question to them was, you know, if there was just the one product that everyone could use, that is just the easiest thing to understand and get, like, what is it? And they're like, oh, uh, like a probiotic, you know, like the probiotics are awesome. They make you feel so much better. They're low cost. They're easy to do. And so I'm like, great. So let's just focus everything on the probiotic. Let's just build a whole sales funnel dedicated to getting you to buy that probiotic. Because if it's only 10 bucks, whatever it is, let's just get a whole bunch of people buying that probiotic. And then once they're in, you've actually got their attention. So now we get to build a whole nother funnel, moving them from probiotic to, to the next low commitment kind of thing that's going to find success for them. And you don't have to say all of that on the front page of the website. Just get them into that first step and then work on getting them committed to the rest of it after that. So a company with multiple products, you would say feature, feature your best looking one or your biggest revenue maker and, yeah. you know, and, and let that be the thing. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. That's, because what you're going to do is you're going to, you're going to be able to focus with clarity, right? And that's yeah. going to be the outcome. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not overwhelmed by options. Like I come to your website, you tell me this is the one thing I've got to have. Fantastic. That is the one thing I will buy. You may have a hundred other options ready to go. But um, I'll, I'll never actually be in your system unless I've actually purchased that first thing. Right. So um, I may come to you. um, I've worked with real quick. I know we're over. Is that fine? No, no, we're good. Um, We're good. We still got 10 minutes. Beautiful. Um, I worked with some lawyers and we did a really great job with marketing and building up as the authority when it comes to like franchising your business. And the problem that was happening is people, businesses were coming to them, learning how to franchise. What do I need legal wise to franchise, you know, my companies. And they were the authority. It was, they were the authority. The problem is that the, their clients were turning around and going back to their old lawyers and having their old lawyers do the work that these new lawyers are wanting to do. And so they were kind of confused of like, we've got a people, we got a bunch of people showing up. There's a bunch of people downloading all of our stuff, calling us, setting up consultations, all sorts of other stuff. And then they just turn around and go back and are doing it at home, you know? And, but what was happening is, they were showing up for the consultation and then the lawyer was saying, here's the thousand services we can offer for you. Buy all 1,000 of these and we'll just take over and do everything for you. And again, just very similarly to kind of that healthcare conversation, that is a lot to ask. You want me to undo all the work I've done with my current attorney and go with you guys. So what we did is we looked at that list of 1,000 and just said like, okay, what are the quickest, easiest wins that are super profitable for you and just prove that what you're saying is true and let's just offer that as like the basics package of getting started. And the second we did that, they started selling a whole bunch more and because the clients, the next natural point of the conversation was you've discovered this is what needs to happen. Let us take care of the first step for you. And then once they're in the first step, we can have conversations with you all day long about everything else that we offer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the equivalent of going to a bookstore, looking at all their books and bugging their staff and, and then not even buying a coffee there and just going to Amazon to buy it, right? Like that's a, that's Exactly. A that is exactly what happens. Yep. That's interesting. So Nathan, so many different ways to apply this, but I'm thinking one of yeah. the things just briefly is the website, right? People are thinking, where do I put this on my website? Where do we put it on our website, Nathan? 
Yeah, absolutely. So on the website, I like talking about it about halfway down. So you've kind of painted the picture of success. You've told me how to get to the cash register. And then at some point, you just need to tell me like what success looks like working with you. How do I get that aspirational identity? And then the other thing I like to do is I I actually like to take that, um, you know, three step or even five step, however many steps it really needs to be. I like to take that and actually turn that into a keynote. So what I like to do is, so for that health company, I would say, you know, what are the five things I need to do to take control of my health? Oh, well, it's these five things. And oh, by the way, they're actually the five, you know, uh, pieces we offer. Great. So go deliver that keynote in in a room full of people and say, you know, the problem is you don't have control of your health. These are the five things you need to do to take control of your health. And then we also, by the way, happen to do all of this. Then when they show up to your website and they say, and, and they, they read, take control of your health. These are the five things you need to do to take control of your health. They instantly remember that you just told them that from stage. And that just makes them feel really good that there's a clear path for them to follow. And then when they show up in your office, you tell them, hey, you know, we really want you to win here and take control of your health. Here's the five things that we offer. And you repeat those five things and say, we're going to start with number one today. You have now told them three times that this is the path to follow to take control of your health. So mm. there is no need to go anywhere else. Interesting. And now that you said five, but aren't we supposed to just do three? So when it comes to the long-term success, I like to keep it between three and five here. Okay. I give a little bit of, you know, the cash register definitely needs to be three. Um, if we're talking about long-term commitment type of things like health or lawyers yeah. or something like that, I'm okay with like a five. Okay. Um, if there's like 20 steps, then break them down into phases, right? right. Then we're going to do three phases. We're going to do past, present, future. Uh, we're going to bring it down into phases. And those hundred steps are going to fit under those three phases. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes here, I don't mind the three to five if we're talking about long-term success. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely the like short-term how to get to the register, I like keeping it to three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I had a realtor client once that told me there's 47 stages between selling your existing home and and buying another one. It's like that's just a little overwhelming for your website. Right. Exactly. Uh, so so, I think we so take those. To like, yeah, the get to know your realtor. We'll get to know you. Like the get to know each other introductory yeah. phase. And I think there's value in that too. Just questions you have about the market, right? So right. there's like I want to be an expert in the market. Right. Secondly, is I want to have a plan for selling our home to get the most money because I, yeah. I want the money. And then thirdly, we want yeah. to move into the house of our dreams. I think those are the exactly. three phases. Uh, yep. Anyway, so yep. yeah, phases I, are I love, important if there's too many steps. Yeah, I love taking the 47, breaking them down into three phases. And then even when you're inside of phase one, trying to keep it to five must-haves or something. I definitely like, I don't mind once you're in that phase, still having some other steps that need to be done underneath of that. But it's also, again, just a way for you as a business to tell the client, hey, we're in stage one. We're in step one. This is the, mm-hmm. this is the first step. And that does a couple things. First, it just gives them awareness of where they're at. And then two, it just automatically tells them that there's more steps ahead but don't worry, I'm telling you where we're at. And so that's how you keep people inside your business and turn them into raving fans. Mm-hmm. That's great. Well, we're over, over time already. And nice. I'm sure there's some people saying, man, I could just uh, listen to these two yabber back and forth all day about this. But we have to wrap up. Uh, but I'm sure they're thinking, you know, I could use a little more riches in my life. Yep. And Absolutely. so what can they do, Nathan, if they want to take the next step uh, with you? 
Yeah, absolutely. So it's just nathanriches.com. If you go there, um, I offer again, um, kind of the first, my first step is just consultation to help you figure out where these blind spots are, how to help you break down your product offering into the right particular buckets, the right particular steps. And so um, if you're looking for help with that, nathanriches.com, the first step is to go ahead and start scheduling that consultation. Awesome. And then Nathan has uh, given us a little special feature today that he will do just a one-off coaching call with you. Of course, you're going to pay for it because Nathan's time is incredibly valuable uh, and you'll get way more than you pay for. I promise you he's, he's one of our top guides in the program and it's just been great listening. I mean, even as a guide, having been in this for so long, I've just been taking tons of notes here and I've learned a ton. I will serve my clients better because (laughs) of this call, Nathan. So thank you for that. Yeah, absolutely. And if you, if you guys do decide to take advantage of that, want me to work with you in the notes as you're scheduling the call, just tell me John sent me. I'll know what that means and we'll work it out from there. Yeah, I like vanilla lattes from Starbucks. So exactly. That's what John exactly. wants to know. That's what you want to know, right? Just kidding. <laughs> yes, exactly. All right. All right, Nathan, thank you so much. Thank you anyone who's been uh, listening and I hope it's been beneficial uh, for you. And uh, Nathan, uh, we wish you all the best as you go and uh, serve your clients so well like you do. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. If you need help getting a clear message for your business, or you need a website you truly love, visit getclear.ca. If you liked what you heard today, please leave an honest review on whatever platform you're using to listen. Thanks for joining us on another episode of the Get Clear Podcast. We look forward to sharing another great episode coming up soon.